I am your host, OJ, along with my co-hosts, Archie. Hey! What's up, y'all? It's Archie. And today's episode, we about to hit the Filipino people right in its heart, right in its feet. We're going to hit the ballers out there. You into Michael Jordan? You into the Jays? You into Steph Curry and the Golden State Warriors? You know every Filipino's on the Warriors, right? Right? Everybody loves Troy. Every and everybody loves Troy Bolton from the High School Musical series. (laughs) (laughs) You know damn well. Get your head in the game. (laughs) That yo, that movie had singing. It had basketball. It had a Filipino chick. And it was fire. It was fire. (laughs) So I just wanted to talk about this episode a little bit because. Obviously, it is no secret that Filipinos love basketball. They live it. They breathe it. They they watch the NBA at weird times during the day live. You know, you see it in the streets. Little kids love playing it. They play it in the in the typhoon season. They play it in the burning hot season. They play with barefoot. They play with sandals. There's murals of Kobe Bryant in the Philippines. So it's no secret that the Filipino people and the Philippines as a country loves basketball. Archia, do you want to talk about like what your experience is with, with basketball and how it affects the Filipino community? My personal experience with basketball is that I have 13 years of experience behind me. I've played since forever. My I'd like to say that basketball is my first love, my first passion. I'm also, well, I was a basketball coach and a oh, basketball coach for my old elementary school and my old high school as well. So I have a little credentials there. Yeah, mama mentality all the way too. <laughs> um, as for Filipinos, I see it everywhere. It's just what brings us together, unity, other than Manny Pacquiao, of course. Yeah, I feel like basketball is a Filipino's love language other than food. <laughs> and this is, oh, hold up, just to add to that, to all the Filipino basketball leagues around the world, Stop the fighting, man. You got to stop fighting. And I'm talking about fist fights. You know the you know the Filipino Basketball League in, in the church? Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> in general, like, what's up with the fighting, y'all? Like, this is why your leagues get squashed. Like, yeah, I know. y'all are getting hot and bothered and heated. Your Filipino blood is coursing I through, you know. I need like, the fist. Got to stop the fighting. I'm so sorry. I play like Jimmy Butler. <laughs> like mixed potato too, yo. yo everybody ass. tries to do too. There's like a Filipino style too. Like you do. T- like I'm not a basketball. Hey, I, I, yo, I never. Pl- I, I'm not a basketball player. I know how to play it, but I wasn't into that like that because that's why I was kind of outcasted a little bit. But yo, I, the way Filipinos play ball, you do too much. And I'm talking about the jet, ge- like in general. Okay, obviously there's some that are really fire. In general, you we we do too much, man. Like they're hella extra when they play. Yo, like, <laughs> yeah, man, like yo, chill. You're like only you're like only five four, dog. Chill. <laughs> yo, the ball can barely when you do a cross, the ball can barely go under in between his <laughs> knees. Yo, chill, <laughs> chill. The last chill. The ball is bigger than the space in between your legs. You can't cross. The last tournament I had. Okay, I go. The last tournament I had, I was carried out on a stretcher. <laughs> but this girl and it was a jump ball, and this girl and I just like we went for it. The ref wouldn't call us, wouldn't call a jump ball, and we were just scrapping. And then her knee just right into my ribs, and I was like, "Oh, I'm down. <laughs> we down. Down." It got carried out on a stretcher, but still won the tournament. You just proved us right. Y'all gotta stop hurting each other. Damn, like we we gotta play for the love of the sport, but like reel it back, you know, reel reel back the nasty, right? And we all love the game, so come on. Anyways, just one more thing. You know, like I told you, I never played basketball. I played baseball, boxing. I, I played some hockey, pretty high level too. I'd say, hum, little humble brag right there. I've never seen no Filipino made it to the NBA, and I'm Jordan Clarkson. Don't count. Cause he got more black in him than Filipino. 
but Filipinos have made it to every major national sport except the NBA. Oh, but that might change soon. As you guys will find out in our episode, we got an up-and-coming rock star in the basketball game, and that's Kai Sato. Kai Sato. Um, gotta watch out for this talent, you know, before you know it. Yeah, before you know it, we might see a Filipino face um, up in there, but yeah. Full I'm Filipino. Pressing. Full. Yeah. Also, not only that, but a full Filipina is about to make it into the WNBA. Her name's Chanel Molina. That's a first for us, y'all. She's full Filipino, too. That's representation. I'm here That's for it. Did <laughs> yeah, I put the bullhorn in there? So, of course, you know, Archia actually got to play in the streets, literally, of the motherland. Tell us a little bit about your experience doing that. <laughs> Dog, when I say I'm the only one who is playing with shoes, <laughs> that's not a lie. Um, back in actually, yeah, like last year, February, we went back to um, to the Philippines, and one of the days had nothing else to do, and we heard that there's a basketball court just around the corner from where we were staying, and so we went to go check it out. All the dudes in the neighborhood just playing basketball, and I'm like yo, I want to play. I, I play basketball. Why can't I play? So we, my cousins and I headed back to the house, changed, headed back out to the court, and we started playing. And the fun part about that was the fact that I was the only girl to play out of everyone in the entire freaking block. And it, it was just funny observing just how it was so foreign to everyone to see a girl just walk, like play basketball against guys. And actually do pretty well, not going to lie. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just crazy. And it, I think it, it kind of just attracted a whole bunch of people to watch us play because they've never, I was wearing a full on jersey, basketball shorts. I was playing, I was playing with Jordans, like I just full gear. Oh, damn, you're trying to stunt on that. Yeah. And I, hey, I mean, I, mean, I <laughs> delivered with my, <laughs> with my prowess. Were they good? They were good. I, you can tell they play every single day under the sun, twenty four seven. They go hard out there. They're even like little kids. And you're the only one with shoes. Yep, I'm the only one with shoes. And then at one point, Man. my shoes can't even grip on the floor. So I'm like, you know what? Let's play barefoot. And I did that. It's a it's a pretty pretty lit experience. Not gonna lie. Like honestly, yeah, probably one of my favorite memories in the Philippines, just playing with the locals. But I think the, like, upsetting part was just seeing how there was girls that wanted to play. I can see it in their eyes. They just want to, like, shoot the ball or something. And I'm like, dude, there, come on over. <laughs> like, you know, like, let's let's play some ball. Let's play together. I don't see why it should be such a big thing for females to play basketball. I mean, yeah, it's a male-dominant sport, but once you show up and show out, like, it makes a difference. And honestly, I feel like I did that just playing ball with them. And, it, I, like, I'm hoping that maybe the girls there who are watching and wanted to play, like, were a little, like, more curious and inspired to play basketball, too. Speaking of inspire, our next guest would love to inspire the next generation of Filipinos on achieving their ball dreams. No skip school to play for that basketball tournament. Yeah, definitely. We have a wonderful guest on the episode today. He is Ben, a.k.a. Daily B-Baller. Um, he is the host of Hoop Lifestyle Podcast. He is also playing for the Silicon Valley Panthers. So, yes, some here, representation. Here. The only Filipino, y'all. Got to be so proud of him. And um, he shares with us the journey behind the podcast, sharing about, you know, the passion for basketball and how important it is to the Filipino community and also just inspiring the youth out there to not give up on their hoop dreams. You know, lots of Filipinos love basketball. Lots of Filipinos are passionate about the game, but then we let certain things kind of discourage us um, from achieving those dreams. Again, just a call back to our previous episode. It's like, you know, when you say like, you know, I want to be in basketball, your, your parents are going to go like, who told you you were good? Who told you you can shoot? You can just watch it. What do you mean you're going to be a basketball player? <laughs> what do you mean you're going to become a basketball player? Does anyone in our family 
is basketball player? Why don't you be nurse? Your ate is a nurse. Your tita is a nurse. How about postman? Your your kuya is a postman. Your tito is a postman. Exactly. Shout out to Joe Koy. is the man for that joke. Hit, hit us up, Joe Koy. We want you to be a guest on our episode. I mean, you know we got your own podcast. Please. Uh, anyways. Yeah. Please. Netflix special. <laughs> Let's go, fam. Um, but anyways, yeah, so we have some really great advice, a really great experience just talking to Ben about his life um, in basketball, what it means for the Filipino community, what to watch out for in the future for Filipinos in basketball. You know, if your dream is to be in the NBA, maybe you can't be a player, but there is a spot for you. You have a seat at the table. You can be in different parts of um, of the NBA. Also, don't forget, you can also go for PBA, right? Lots of lots of kids who came from overseas from abroad play in the PBA, right? And there's also so many people who got to play in leagues in Europe. So you know, don't let um, don't let being Filipino ever discourage you. Um, don't let kind of old mindsets discourage you. Um, if you love basketball, if this is in your heart, what you want to pursue, um, this is a fantastic episode for you. So yeah. Super excited to have a special guest with us today. We have Mr. Daily B-Ball himself, Mr. Ben. Thank you so much for joining us. No, thank you for having me again. I appreciate it. Please tell us about your love of basketball. When did it come? You know, what inspired you when it comes to the, you know, the the game that you love? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, for me, I guess... uh, Ben, aka the Daily View Baller. Basketball has been my thing for uh, ever since I was little, I guess you could say. I mean, it was really just like a, a fun thing that we used to do, like a hobby uh, growing up with, with my friends. But I really liked how it brought people together. So um, I've been playing it since I can remember. Um, I just remember playing my dad. Like the first time I remember playing was playing against my dad one on one. Consistently, like three, four times a week, even before school, sometimes he wake me up. So uh, that's kind of where it grew up. Yeah. So you know, I was born and raised in Sunnyvale, California, in the Bay Area. But it was just a small slither of a town. Now it's like known as like Silicon Valley with like Apple and Google and all that stuff. But before, like nobody knew what this place was, and we used to just have fun uh, there with the friends and and uh, used to get have like family uh, gatherings every weekend. Who? So that's where it all kind of just built up like that love for the game um, and seeing that love for the game from other people, um, how it brought people together was always a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and over time, it just kind of just that love just kind of continued to grow. And, um, you know, I was hard headed enough to continue doing it, even though you know, not a lot of people were pushing me. Um, so, yeah, I, that's kind of where it is. And now I'm here, you know, uh, to have a you know, great following, great community uh, around me that continues to push me to uh, keep, you know, do what I'm doing and, and having fun and being creative. and. Now I'm here with you. (laughs) Fantastic. Obviously, you have, you know, a a huge following, uh, over 10,000 people that you've inspired. And um, you're also the host of a Hoop Lifestyle podcast. And um, I think you also collaborate um, with Tito on Coach's Corner um, here and there. Uh, Can you tell us about a little bit um, about the concept of the hoop lifestyle and, you know, and also a little bit more of um, really fostering that inspiration when it comes to the younger generation uh, in the game of basketball? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I can start off with what you just said right there, just kind of inspiring the youth. Um, You know, like I just mentioned, like growing up, I didn't really have anybody pushing me. Like nowadays you have all these different programs, all these different coaches, you have social media that you can literally pick up your phone and do a bunch of drills, you know, pick up your phone and get some motivation in your ear through YouTube. Uh, But back then it was really just a pure love for the game. But, you know, and, and, you know, a lot of kids uh, don't realize like how kind of, I guess you could say spoiled they are um, in regards to the amount of opportunities there are out there uh, with the things you're passionate about. Um, So my goal is really just to kind of outside of basketball, even is just to show that you can continue to do things you love and do it for a living, you know, Uh, you know, and, and there's big opportunities in that. Um, So utilizing basketball as a tool, you know, I've been able to reach uh, a lot of kids out there. I get kids that message me all the time and I love it because uh, it's just an opportunity to 
let them know like there is people out there that really do care about your passion. You know, if you have a passion for basketball, podcasting, you know, video stuff, you know, all that kind of stuff, uh, you should definitely push through with it. And that's kind of the goal. The goal is really just to inspire the, the next generation to continue doing what they love to do and to find ways to, to do that for the rest of their life. I think growing up in a, a, a Filipino household, traditional Filipino you know, household, first generation here in America, um, you know, being born here, uh, you're dealt with a lot of like pressures, I guess you could say, you know, uh, to, to go a certain path. Um, and if you don't go that certain path, it's kind of instilled in you like you're a failure. In a way. <laughs> it's unfortunate, but that's just the way it is. And I see that kind of tilting now, which is great. Um, but just continue to help kind of, you know, be the tip of the spear on that is, is something that um, myself, I try to do. And I know Tito as well. My uh, fellow co-host, shout out to Tito, Hoop Lifestyle Podcast, uh, Hoop Lifestyle League, Coach's Corner, all that good stuff. And no cap, all real clothing. <laughs> He's all over the place. Uh, so, you know, big shout out to him too. We have that same kind of mentality that we want to break that stereotype. And um, I saw a post recently on Instagram, like uh, about people breaking generational curses. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I feel like that's kind of like, I hate to like put it out there, but like the whole nerd, become a nurse, become this, that is kind of like a generational curse in some senses, because there's a lot of Filipino kids out there that don't want to go that route, but end up going that route and regretting it and, you know, live a life full of regret, not getting along with your family and those kinds of things. So that's something that we kind of want to do is just let kids know, hey, you do have somebody in your corner, um, you know, somebody that maybe didn't have the same opportunities that other kids have, but you know, we're, we're still here. We still grind. As long as you work hard and you continue to follow what you love, uh, there's opportunities in it and you'll meet the right people as long as you just keep your eyes open, keep on the right path. Um, so that's that. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, you touched on some really, um, really great points there. And um, I know I kind of briefly when we first spoke, you know, how you and Tito met each other, uh, each other was through just playing ball together, right? And then yeah. starting these leagues. And, um, you know, let's be honest, other than Manny Pacquiao and Jabberwockies, basketball hey, is one about of, Jabberwockies, Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, basketball is one of the few unifiers of Filipinos in the community, 100%. honestly. Yeah. You know, when there's a game on, on, man, when it's like NBA All Stars, oh, yeah. when it's the finals, you know, you won't see any Filipino out in the street, man. They're all glued. Oh. They're all watching the game. Oh. So, um, with what you were just touching on there, you know, um, a lot of uh, the younger generation sometimes they get discouraged, right? So, how important it is? Uh, how important is it for you to continue to? foster that type of brotherhood when it comes to these leagues, when it comes to, you know, these teams and uh, coaching others, you know, how important is it to really encourage them to work hard? And also, can you uh, even share, you know, what are some sustainable paths um, in basketball that they could pursue? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, the, the whole, like, the sustainable paths first and foremost, I mean, talking to kids all the time and letting them know like you don't have to make it to, like to the NBA to be like successful in the game that you love you know and to, to be able to make a living on it um, you know there's you know training opportunities right um, a lot of trainers now especially here in the Bay Area from what I know um, you know shout out to Milo Academy Kyle Travis uh, from uh, uh, from I Can Be Ball you know all guys that I've worked with and, and uh, have played against um, they saw they saw that value in, in what they love and, and now they're doing really well um, so you know, and, and people listen to them and they're, you know, top authorities in, in what they do. Uh, so, you know, having kids understand, like, just because you like, you, you're not going to, you know, just because you don't make it to the NBA, make it pro here in the States doesn't mean there's not opportunities everywhere else. I mean, there's overseas opportunities to play, overseas opportunities to coach. You know, social media is a crazy thing, too, because it, you can be within the industry of basketball, but be supporting, um, you know, athletes in the social media. Uh, realm too so and just doing what you love and being in you know engulfed in that environment so um you know if if i were uh to give advice to kids out there in particular that love the game but maybe don't see themselves getting to that next level but still want to be involved in it sports casting all that stuff i mean we see uh uh, uh mike spolster uh you know filipino himself uh being one of the you know Hall of Fame coaches, you know, say in the NBA. So those just though all these opportunities, you just have to keep your eyes open and research. Um, you know, research the things that you love. Like if, for instance, like podcasting, if you really love talking to people, getting to know people, right, uh, and hearing their story, then there's always opportunities to go out and meet basketball players and all that kind of stuff and get to know their story too. So. Um, there's tons of opportunities out there uh, that don't necessarily pertain to becoming a pro. Um, you just have to be open to it. 
uh, Google it. I mean, it's like we got, we have our phones here. I have mine right in front of me. It's like we have this, this tool that can help us still do what we love, uh, but uh, be successful too and, and provide for our families and for ourselves. So that's for sure. And the whole aspect of community, uh, that's like the thing that really like next me to the game of basketball is because I love meeting people. Um, I used to be a really shy kid growing up. Uh, like I, I wouldn't, go, I wouldn't get that at all right now. <laughs> <laughs> I know I talk a lot, <laughs> but, like that, but you know, it's great. Like, you know, that's yeah. what Ball did, right? So <laughs> right, exactly. That's exactly the point. You know, it's, it's it's a lot of fun because growing up, I was probably the shyest kid. I'd go out with my friends, and I wouldn't even talk. Oh, like, what's wrong with you? Yeah, like I'd be out with them for hours and be like, damn, Ben hasn't said one word. <laughs> you know? like, and now you can't shut me up now. Uh, and that's the thing that I love about basketball and, and sports in general, like team sports is you have to you have to communicate with people. Like, you know, when you get on the court, whether it be a pickup game or at a league or whatever, you're going to have to talk to somebody. Uh, you're going to have some kind of a common goal with your teammates. Uh, you're going to have to find a way to work together, even if you don't know them. Um, I think that that uh, pertains a lot to life in general. Um, like you said, that's kind of what it helped me with is being able to go out and talk to anybody. I might go to a, a party and not talk to anybody at all. But as soon as they say, Hey, do you play basketball? Oh shoot. Okay. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about it. Now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I think that is a, uh, that's something that um, is definitely, has definitely helped me grow as a person. Um, and that's what brings communities together of different cultures. You know, it can't not just Filipino. You can be anybody of any culture. And I feel like that brings people together because, you know, I could be the only Filipino on a basketball team with a bunch of other cultures that I might not have been comfortable with. But at the end of the day, we got to get this dub. <laughs> so mm-hmm. we got to work together. And after that, you almost build a brotherhood even after one game. I've seen people like hate each other mm-hmm. and then after one game become like the best of friends. <laughs> like, wow. um, yeah. And I'm sure a lot of uh, Hoopers out there know what I'm talking about. Like you can hate somebody the game before, talk trash to them, be ready to fight them playing the next game be like, oh, good game man <laughs> yeah. so uh that's what i love about sports um the community aspect is a huge huge thing that's one thing i think it, it sucks now with covid is just like it kind of takes that away mm-hmm. um and uh if you guys follow me on instagram uh you guys will see that sometimes we do get together and, and even though we're you know probably, probably shouldn't get together too much but people miss that you know people uh thrive off that and it's something that keeps people sane you know uh you know taking stuff like that away and, and trying to uh you know limit us to that sometimes it can drive people crazy and i think mental health is a big thing too especially mm-hmm. in the filipino community um you know yeah. so yeah so i mean that that's the whole thing i mean community is a big deal for me personally that's really what uh, drives me is to continue to bring people together even as i get older and i can't jump as high and run as fast um you didn't hear that none of you guys heard that on my teams <laughs> i'm gonna be working hard to get back there but yeah you know i mean that that's what brings people together and i think that's the key uh you know, opportunity for, for kids and, and, and stuff to kind of get together. So yeah. Yeah, I love it. I just wanted to touch on that and how um, important basketball is to the Filipino culture. Um, You know, if you have a, you know, for, for all y'all non-Filipinos who are listening to this episode, and I'm sure you know it, you you always have a Filipino friend who you know is a, you know, is a major hooper, a major baller, (laughs) right? (laughs) Or once upon a time they were in high school and they did their own you know, their, their own team. And, um, I wanted to share a little bit about this, uh, small town, um, here in Canada, um, in Prince George, uh, there was this, um, at the time, uh, I think she's a professor now, Professor May Ferales, um, and she did her research study, her doctorate, I think, um, uh, while she was up in, in that small town, that small area. And in a, a, a town that's so remote, there's only really a few Filipinos, like a handful of them, right? And in order to kind of bring uh, the community together and to bring the people together, she's like, I'm going to organize a basketball league. And it was insanely successful. You know, it was kind of like, wow, like the, 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 um, the Filipinos that were there in that really small community really craved that camaraderie that, you know, that gameplay, um, and to have that happen where it's like, wow, there's this league. Um, it really just speaks to how important basketball is to our culture. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And, um, and like you said, you know, um, getting into basketball and for the others who get into teams, sports you know it builds your confidence right it uh, really helps you with your communication skills um, uh, really just teamwork 
uh, sportsmanship. And so in terms of your character, you um, you grow so much as a person playing basketball. And um, and for that to be an extension of how that also um, influences our community, like basketball, I would say, is one of the major, major sports that um, many Filipinos, you would agree, hold dear yeah. to their hearts, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But we're going to switch gears here a little bit. You know, we know that you are a player, right? <laughs> <laughs> so can you tell us a little bit about your journey and kind of the team that you're playing on and kind of what to expect for your future and what yeah. to watch out for? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, I mean, so 37 years old, first and foremost, okay? <laughs> so uh, as, as, as this journey has gone through, I mean, this past two years has been kind of crazy. Uh, like I mentioned, like, when I was growing up, I was the shyest kid ever. I didn't really have anybody push me to, to, to do this game and teach me the, the ropes. I never, probably up until the last three years, not even three, maybe two, um, I've never had any like real professional coaching at all. Like no trainers, nothing like that. It's just been all like me playing out on the courts, me watching TV. And I didn't really even watch basketball. That's why I shout out to my guy Tito again. We have him on the Hoop Lifestyle Podcast. He's like the only guy, like he, he's like a Rolodex when it comes to like basketball trivia. <laughs> I mean, he knows like Philip, like he knows PBA stuff that I'm like, wow. <laughs> like, how do you know all this stuff, bro? Like, how do you keep it? So when people ask me questions about like, uh, you know, your top 10 players of all time, I'm just like, shoot, man, I just know 10 players in general. You know? like, <laughs> <laughs> because when I grew up, I didn't watch the game. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, moving, moving on past that, you know, I decided to start training and those kinds of things to try and make a basketball team here, a local a professional team. And I didn't really have a, a specific team I was going for, but um, I just thought, you know what, let me just see if I could do it. You know, and I'm 35 and a half, you know, at the time when I first came up with the idea, talked to one of my buddies that was a trainer. Uh, shout out to Coach Nick and Bottle Lie Academy. Hope you're doing well, bro. Uh, but he took me under his wing for, you know, a little bit and he started showing me drills and running me through. It's the first time I ever really got any training, but I had it in my mind that I wanted to do it. Right. Mm-hmm. And Previous to that, even I was thinking like, what if I could do it? You know, well, might as well try it. Why not go for it? Uh, and then finally, I, I went through and asked him to train me. Went through the whole thing. Um, after that, you know, things happened with him, and you know, he got a little bit busy with life. Life happens. We talked about that. Uh, but he stopped tra- being able to come and train me. So now I had to train by myself. Uh, so I started training by myself. COVID happens. <laughs> like, damn, like, <laughs> this is just bad. Like, now I really got to train by myself. I don't have a gym to go to. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, uh, you know, one of the blessings that we had during COVID was uh, we ended up getting a basketball court, which in our yard, which I never had growing up. Mm. Um, my parents, Filipinos, they're very like specific as far as what they want in their house. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, so if it's not what they want, then it's bad. It's uh, not important. It's okay. It, we just need to mess. have. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's messy. It's garbage. Yeah, exactly. It's like, and I'm like, it's a basketball court. So we ended up going to Walmart and just so happened, we weren't even shopping for it, but we found a $700 basketball rib. We found mm-hmm. it for half off. Wow. So we're like, we got to get it. We got it. Yeah, dealt yeah. with the consequences later. <laughs> And a build in the backyard. My kids love it. Um, but now I had my gym. I had my hoop. Mm-hmm. I had my. I had some weights that I bought, um, and I still had that in my head. So kids out there, continue to grind, regardless of what happens. Like my coach, my coach, trainer, couldn't couldn't train me no more. That didn't stop me. I still mm-hmm. had that plan in mind. So continue to practice. We did the Hoop Lifestyle podcast. Uh, you know, Tito and I came up with the idea, and we started doing it. We interviewed uh, the owners of a basketball team here in San Jose, uh, mm-hmm. which is about an hour away. Uh, Aaron Buckner and uh, Leilani, shout out to you guys. Uh, SV Panthers, let's go Panthers. Um, you know, the, so we got a chance to interview them, um, got to hear the story, all that good stuff. They're a brand new team coming up. Um, and then I talked to uh, the owner. I said, you know what, it would be cool is if, um, you know, we kind of recorded this journey. I have this goal that I want to play, you know. Um, but if my boy Dot, shout out to Dot, my cameraman, He's going to record the whole journey of me working out and all this stuff. And, yeah. And, uh, you know, and, and, you know, let's see what happens. Uh, come to find out their trials were two weeks, uh, you know, after I said that. So I'm just <laughs> like, that wasn't the plan. <laughs> I was hoping for like at least a year, you know, like yeah. or at least a good like six to eight months. It's like, uh, universe, but, I said, I'm going to do this, but hot damn, man. Like, oh, damn. It's like exactly. next, next, next couple weeks, man. Come on. Yeah. I should have manifested this in like three weeks. <laughs> like, damn. Like, I could have dodged it. But uh, so, and then uh, it just so happened we actually did the documentary on their, uh, their team. Um, so if you go to SV Panthers, you can see that documentary. It was made by 
videographer beat out. Uh, but um, we went there, did that. And then at the end, beat out put a video that he's, he, sn- he snuck it into the video of me working out and doing all these jump moves. And he's like, coming soon. I'm like, oh, my God. Now you really put it. <laughs> like, I got to join this team. Yeah. Um, next thing you know, they say tryouts in a couple of weeks. So come out, try out. Um, I go try out, you know, and it, it was crazy. Like, the level of athletes that you, that you meet at the, these things. Um, and, you know, like I said, I'm 37. So seeing these guys in, like, 20, you know, mid-20s, you know, and they're still trying to live their dream. You know, they're still trying mm-hmm. to um, you know, get to that next level. Uh, but this is just kind of their stepping stone. Um, and then here's some of the stories too, but I got to meet some of the guys there, um, you know, run a little bit. And, you know, a couple of weeks later, I get a letter saying that I made the team. Yeah. So I'm just like, holy cow, like what the hell? <laughs> like somebody that didn't train, you know, um, I got benched in elementary school because my, my best friend's dad, who was the coach, forgot that I was on the bench while my parents <laughs> are in the stand. You know, that was a chip I held on my shoulder for the longest time. And that's probably why I straight away from getting training and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But, you know, go from that and then just training myself, uh, not having a hoop, just having the park to go to every so often when I was younger um, and continuing then doing the leagues and all that just kind of, it just built up to this opportunity. Um, and, you know, I took advantage of it and, you know, got a couple practices in. Um, the season has started already uh, mm-hmm. with the SV Panthers. Uh, I personally decided to like t- take a step away uh, to kind of, because I started feeling my body not really <laughs> in the spot that it needed to be. Yeah. And shout out to kids out there too. And everybody listen to your body because yeah. especially when you get to like my age 37 and I'm not that old, you know, but mm-hmm. I'm saying like, what, what's the one injury happens, then you got to be, be very careful. So I talked to the management team and told them, Hey, I'm going to uh, work with the trainer, get my body right. Um, and then I'm going to continue to work on my game as well. Um, I'm going to work with them too. I'm, I'm going to be working with Aaron and the owners of the company to continue uh, my growth with them. Um, and next season we're going to get it going. So um, they're doing well, you know what I'm yes. saying? But the opportunity was there. I had to grab it, you know, again, to everybody out there, you know, the world, like you said, sometimes the world will throw that thing at you before you're ready, uh, before you think you're ready and uh, you got to grab it. So um, it, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. So what you have to look forward to, if you continue to follow you know, my journey uh, is that I'm going to try to relate it to your journey first and foremost, you know, whatever you're passionate about. Uh, but you're going to see me continue to work out. You know, if you go to my Instagram, uh, daily B baller, uh, you'll see me working out, doing different drills, uh, those kinds of things um, and just having fun with it. And then, uh, you know, when next season comes, you know, we'll see where we're at. We'll see where we're at. If I'm dunking, then, you know, it's going to be a good thing. <laughs> For sure, I'll be all right. Uh, but it's a lot of fun. I, I, I urge kids out there to continue pushing. There's a lot of things that happened along the way uh, telling me that I shouldn't go this route and trying to stop me. Um, injuries, uh, you know, just COVID was really a big thing that really kind of downed me because it's like, damn, I can't get into the gym that I want. I can't play on a, you know, indoor court. Mm-hmm. Um but, you know, just don't let that stop you. Just continue to keep pushing uh, for whatever it is. Um, and FYI, only Filipino on the basketball team uh, that made the team. You know what I'm saying? So, Let's I mean, go! And, yeah. And, go! <laughs> <laughs> so, and it was a big thing for the whole. And one of the cool things, we talk about community. The community that I built uh, that I had around me with the whole league, with the Filipino leagues. You mentioned that one league in, in the uh, in that little town, um, they were so like, when I told them, when I put it on Facebook that, you know, I made the team, they were just like crazy ecstatic. Like they were yeah. just like, that's No one is as proud as Filipinos, man. But one right. of us make it. We all make it. Let's go. Yeah, let's go have lechon. Let's go get some, <laughs> you know, long life, all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah 100 percent. so that was fun yeah but you know first things first obviously congratulations i know it's like it's kind of like um uh, overdue or belated congratulations but super super happy for you and also you know just to continue uh to inspire um everybody else out there that you know don't let anybody stop you if this is something that's in your heart you know and you're gonna put the work in it and you have and you do it regularly results are gonna happen Happen, results are gonna come and the universe will literally gift it to you <laughs> yeah if you believe for real that's that's a fact and uh people don't like for instance i mentioned my my videographer b dot like mm-hmm. i put him onto this thing called the secret 
Um, yeah. yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen that. We talked about that in our Fulfilling Your uh, Purpose episode with Mr. Romeo Marquez Jr. So that is a very... Uh, Arthur Romeo, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that's a, that's, a, that's a, a very familiar concept to all of us here when it comes to, you know, law of attraction. And then, you know, um, that really is the secret with putting in the work and putting it out there in the universe. It's, it, it is going to come. Like that energy Absolutely. is going to bring you that blessing. But um, yeah, we're just so happy for you and, you know, uh, and, and the really positive message there is um, also just watching out for number one, taking care of your body, taking care of yourself, um, because, you know, why kill yourself if the first thing that you need to focus on is making sure you put in the preventative measures Absolutely. for any, yeah. you know, any uh, injuries. Like you've been gifted this blessing. It's like now you want to take care of it. And one step um, to make sure that that is fulfilled is really just taking care of yourself. Right, yeah. like you don't want any career-ending injuries. <laughs> Absolutely, you don't want yeah. any, um, you know, any scary stuff happening that'll dash those dreams from being fulfilled. So, um, it, it that's really, really great positive takeaway from what you just shared with us. And we are all obviously 100% all behind you and cheering for you. And we're so excited for you for the next season. And um, yeah, we're just so, so grateful. Like one of the Filipinos, man, and the only Filipinos is out here doing this, doing doing their thing and yeah it's fun and shout yeah. out to Leilani too the owner of that team she's Filipino as well yeah uh, so yeah so shout out to her that she's like one of the only uh I, I know she's like one of the only Asian owners wow um, in addition to you know one of a few like female owners <laughs> of a team uh in in the whole ABA league so uh it's it's cool and there's like and there's a ton of teams that this is the, one of the largest sports associations and uh, it's pretty cool to, to get to meet her, to see how she does things, and to see her drive, too. So big shout-out to her uh, and A.B. as well. Yeah. Yes, for sure. Thank you to you all. Um, you know, just to kind of change things here a little bit, you know, we're obviously inspired by you doing your thing, and you're continuing to work on your game and uh, working on training. Um, in terms of what you hope to see in the future for the Filipino community, um, you know, uh, for for many who love sports or for many who love basketball what do you yeah. hope to see in the future I'm, I'm hoping to see a real breakout like nba star you know say like in, in the philippines uh coming from the philippines or philippine philam whatever mm-hmm. uh, you know i know a lot of us are rooting for uh some of the youngsters out there uh, you know kai soto is a big big name right now mm-hmm. um, he's, he's coming up in the game and he's in the g league and you see is the work he's putting in so um big shout out to him and, and, and all the effort um i can't wait to see what he does um yeah. that's all we i think we want to see man like you know it's one thing for for some you know some of us at uh, asians and whatnot making some of these other these leagues but you make it to the big time um mm-hmm. like Kai looks like he, he has the opportunity to do. It's it's a big deal. Uh, just like you said, Manny Pacquiao when when he stunned everybody. I mean, shoot, man! Like we all felt like we was boxing. <laughs> like, <laughs> like all of a sudden now, every Filipino is posting stuff on Facebook of them like boxing and stuff. You know, <laughs> so I thought that's pretty cool. But yeah, I hope to see somebody like really become a a breakout, like an effective uh, star on a, on an NBA team. That would be really, really cool. Yeah. yeah I definitely love to see It's that. our time, man. There's so many great talent out there. Sometimes what stops it is, you know, there are, you know, some pretty tall Filipinos, talented Filipinos, skilled Filipinos, but what stops them sometimes is that, you know, um, when they don't have that mentorship or um, when there's kind of, there's that self-doubt, right? And 100%. because we haven't been represented um, that, and sometimes you know, there's the parental influence there where they're telling you, like, you know, basketball doesn't put money on the table. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> That's not the real job. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, like, there has been some missed potentials or missed opportunities. So, you know, for all of you guys out there who are listening, right, you know, hopefully there will be somebody out there who champions what it means to be Filipino and on the court in the big league. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right, so that's 100%. Uh, yeah, definitely. And one of the things about Filipino kids that I've noticed from the kids that I've met, um, a lot of them are still like we we we're known for being like those quiet, you know, guys in the corner, just kind of like just chilling, you know, just kind of watching what's going on, you know, and helping people out, bring people together, those kinds of things too, as well. But uh, we do have a loud voice, you know, um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, 
telling uh, I'm, this is I'm talking to all the kids out there, you know, that that have that dream. You have to speak up. Um, I've talked to a couple uh, pros from the Philippines that play like PBA, uh, some some college players, and they all say the same thing. Like if you don't speak up and let coaches know or let people know that you want the opportunity, it's not going to come. Like they're not going to look at you because you're Filipino. <laughs> like, yeah, don't let don't me expect it. Me up, you man. Yeah. Get get loud and proud. Like speak uh, up. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Speak up. Um, And just to kind of round it off here and, um, you know, we are kind of a few days away, if anything, the death anniversary of the late Kobe Bryant, um, pivotal figure in basketball. Um, I know so many um, Filipinos in particular were uh, deeply affected, you know, with his passing away. Um, Can you share a little bit about kind of Kobe's influence, not only on basketball, but also in the Filipino community? Can you share a little bit about that um, with our listeners? Yeah, absolutely. I think, uh, you know, with with Kobe, uh, one of the things that I loved about him was, I mean, he was real, you know, Um, and that's that's the thing that I think, uh, you know, a lot of people gravitate to. And he was loud. Uh, He was, so I think for the Filipino community in in general, it just, you know, you kind of live through that, you know, you kind of like, see him see what he's doing and we know we have that fire in us that that mama mentality i think every filipino i really feel like especially in the philippines i think every filipino out there in the philippines especially has that mama mentality Mm -hmm. like i talk about some of the kids that you know people out here and i'm not trying to hate on philams or nothing like that but i'm saying like we have it kind of easy over here we kind of just kind of go through you know but um i had a uh gentleman that grew up here went to the philippines and played um and tried out and uh, he would, he went in there thinking like, oh, it's going to be easy. You know, it's going to be, you know, it's not going to be a, a big deal. Yeah. Uh, but uh, he went against some dude. They were talking trash. And he, uh, this story is crazy because they were talking trash after the game. He was like, uh, uh, my boy, that was from here. He's like, hey, do you know where I'm from? This and that, you know, from the mm-hmm. States. And the other guy was like, you know where I'm from? And he's from the Philippines. He said, he picked up the dirt. He said, I'm from the <laughs> dirt. <laughs> what the hell <laughs> that is mamba mentality and, yeah, i'm from the dirt yeah, like what do you say i'm from the dirt man picked up the dirt and say, i'm from the dirt bro like i mean <laughs> how mamba mentality could you get right yeah, yeah. Uh, and i'm pretty sure the guy at kobe bryant's so, <laughs> uh, you know but uh i think that 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 mentality and kobe bryant showing that mentality because nobody else that I can think of really other than maybe Alan Iverson uh, in my book really mm-hmm. showed like that fire. Um, it made it okay for people, um, especially like people that feel like they can't speak up mm-hmm. to be able to, you know, show that, that, that emotion, you know? Yeah. Um, and one thing I definitely know about the Philippines, you know, the players out there are raw. I know mm-hmm. that they, they go at you, uh, you know, from what I've heard from my friends that have gone over there is there, especially when somebody from here goes there, it's like, you know, they're ready to like, they got their elbows sharpened and everything. You know, so. <laughs> Box so, out. Yeah. Kill someone with those. Exactly. Yeah. Cause they're from the dirt, man. For you, yeah. <laughs> so, um, I think that definitely, uh, resonated with the Filipino community and that's why we all fell in love with them. He used to visit, you know, Philippines quite a bit too. Um, mm-hmm. you know, that was one of those, uh, favorite places to go. Um, he, he talked about it in a couple of interviews, you know, he really loved going to the Philippines because of the amount of love that he's shown. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I even had a, a teammate uh, from the Panthers go there and they all thought um, he was Kobe. And they all like <laughs> bum rushed him at the airport. That's how much love Kobe has, you know? So, you know, I, I really, uh, and as far as like the whole, like uh, the Kobe, you know, as far as the impact he's had, you know, on the basketball community in general, it's that same thing, you know, it's just that, that desire. But then also one of the things that Kobe stood for um, that Filipinos already know, you know, hard, hard, Filipinos are known as hard workers, you know, yeah. 100%. Like, they'll do whatever they got to do. But I think in the basketball community um, with, with Kobe Bryant, he was the guy that woke up, and he talked about it all the time. He woke up at 4 a.m. every morning and started his work. Mm-hmm. Um, and he took that throughout the whole day. You know, he, one of the things that resonated with myself uh, is that, you know, he said, you know, you could wake up at 7, you know, go work out until 9 and, and so forth, and maybe get like two or three workouts during the day. But if you like work out at 4, that extra workout, that extra workout or two is going to help get you to that uh, next level. It's going to help 
get you ahead of everybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think with the basketball community, I see a lot of people like before that I didn't hear nobody. I didn't see nobody putting 4am workouts. <laughs> <laughs> now you go at 4am on Instagram, you see, you, you know, recipes, Kobe, 4am workout here, grinding all day, you know? So, yeah, yeah. um, uh, I think it showed a lot of people, especially like regardless of what it is. And, and Kobe talked about this too, regardless of whatever your thing is, mm-hmm. you just got to put the work in like no excuses. Like you have to go for it. Um, and uh, when it comes to like athletics, when it comes to business, when it comes to following your dreams, um, he's somebody that personally I look up to and I listen to almost on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's somebody that really kind of inspires you and lets you know, like, okay, if I do put in the work, it, you know, something's going to come out of it. Maybe yeah. not, might not be the plan that I came up with, but it's going to be something great and I'm going to be great at it. So, um, yeah, that's, that's kind of what I think he means to the uh, basketball community. Um, and I still remember where I was when he passed away. I was playing Fortnite with my son downstairs, and my wife screams down, uh, "Kobe, uh, Kobe's dead!" Wow, and that was crazy. I, I remember, uh, like TMZ, I think was the one that put it out, and I remember not believing it too. I was just like, yeah. "Nah, it's not true." I just continued playing Fortnite, you know, and I'm like, "Nah, it's fake." Uh, next thing you know, the news came out. And yeah, it did devastate, devastated. I want to say I could almost feel everybody like. <laughs> It shook the world. world. Yeah, Yeah. it shook the world. I think like everybody kind of either was left speechless or they didn't know how to react or they're just like so, so sad. Like the just grieving. Like it was just such a major shock just because we already know of of him being such a legend. And then um, it kind of just teaches us that, you know, really your life is never guaranteed. Um, yeah. No matter kind of how big you are or no matter what you've accomplished, no matter what your life um, is or where you've been. Um, and it's really just gone in a moment. And yeah, I like I I remember just feeling like, oh, my God, uh, I, I don't know what to say. Like I was just in shock, I yeah. think, you know, just like everybody. And I know kind of in the next few days, it'll, it might bring those emotions back for many of us. But you know, he's definitely left a legacy um, of inspiring so many basketball lovers, uh, yeah. so many basketball players. And, um, and you know what, uh, what I really loved um, from kind of uh, when it came to commemorating his death is you see like a whole burst of all of these girl dads. Like, <laughs> they're all like, I'm a girl dad. Right on the shirt too. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> like it's, you know, like I love Kobe, but now it's like, you see them all being so proud to be right. like, girl dad. Right. Yeah. And then now before, um, when they used to not maybe encourage uh, their their girls to play ball, it's like, oh, you can be like Gianna, like go, yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah, a girl dad. So, exactly, yeah. And then that. girls are starting to, you know, the the whole WNBA, and, and yeah. even in the Philippines too, they're starting to really, uh, really promote it. And I think a, a lot of uh, girls, especially. Um, are starting to really feel like that, that pride in themselves. Like, you know, I, I can do what I want to do too, because Kobe, you know, he was an extreme advocate of the WNBA. He was an extreme advocate of, of women athletes, you know, female athletes. Uh, so um, I, I think the way that he lived his life, his goal was to inspire a lot of people, obviously. And he did. And, you know, when, when, so it's, it's unfortunate, but sometimes when people pass, like now it's like, oh shit, I have no excuses. Like you said, like I only got one life. So yeah. I gotta, I gotta really follow through with, um, you know, some of the promises I made myself because it's not promised. Like some, when the reason why we all like stopped for a second when Kobe passed away, uh, was because we thought he was invincible. Mm-hmm. We literally thought he wasn't going to die. Like there's no way like yeah. Kobe dead. Stop Are you serious? You got it wrong. <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about? He's probably just going to get up, you know, I'm just, <laughs> that's some, you know, it, it, it's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and that's why even people today, like I'm sure when, when, you know, we have the uh, anniversary and whatnot, people are still going to be like, yeah, I still don't believe it. Like mm-hmm. it just doesn't feel like he's gone, but it, you know, that, that's just another reason why we got to continue to push for our goals. And just live with no regrets, man. Just really push through your passions. And I say that in a positive way. Push through your positive passions. You know, the things that you you really love that, you know, are going to impact the world in a good way. Mm-hmm. So. so with that, actually, and I know I kind of asked Romeo uh, this, but maybe you could touch on this a little bit. Um, 
so for those that are very passionate about pursuing, you know, a career in basketball, no matter kind of what field it may be, it might be in operations, right? It might be in administration or um, in announcing or even, you know, as a player, as a trainer. Well, what are some tips uh, that you have for, for those dreamers in kind of having that conversation with their parents <laughs> without scaring them? You know, yeah. it's like, Hey, mom and dad, I really love ball. Like, yeah. uh, like I'm like my heart's in this. I really want to pursue it. You know, maybe I have a career in playing and if that doesn't work out, maybe I'll be a trainer. Maybe I'll do this. Like right. what are some tips or guidance <laughs> uh, do you have in kind of helping them have that conversation? Yeah. 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 I like that. Okay. All right. All right, hold on. Let me turn. I got to put my other hat on real quick. <laughs> this is a different yeah. So, yeah. Mentor hat. Right, mentor hat. Mentor yeah. hat. Um, so, I'm gonna have to go. Have you heard of uh, Have you heard of a gentleman by the name of Gary Vaynerchuk? Yes, I have. Okay, yeah, Gary. So v. I'm gonna have to go. That's my guy. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, two E's. Exactly. Right. So, uh, before this whole whole thing started, um, I can go off of my what I've, what I went through and in, in the, the way that I went about it. Uh, this was just like literally like maybe a year, maybe mm-hmm. even less than that. Um, it's just understanding that they're not going to be happy. Mm-hmm. They're not going to be happy. It's yeah. regardless. That's the so, reality. <laughs> exactly. The whole fear that I think we have as a community, as a culture of approaching our family with, Hey, I don't want to go this route. I want to go this route is that they're not going to be happy, but they're not going to be happy. So you know, there's nothing you can do about that, right? Um, if you, if it's something you love, you got to understand, you would rather, as a person, wouldn't you rather them not be happy with this decision, but you succeeding in that and pursuing it and then something great happening out of it and then they could see that and be happy then? Mm-hmm. Or are you just going to live with the resentment for the rest of your life, right? Yeah. So going forth and just saying, okay, this is what I love. This is what I want to do. This is my plan. Having a plan is very important too. Yeah. Um, you know, this is my plan, presenting it and saying, this is what it is. I'm going to try this, especially when you're younger, right? Uh, I wish I would have done it when I was younger. Um, you know, when you're in your 20s, um, Gary Vee says this all the time. He says, when you're from your 20s to your 30s, it's the most important time because it's the perfect time to make as many mistakes as possible mm-hmm. because you can fix it when you're 30, <laughs> you, know? <laughs> uh, you know, when we're actually adults at 30, you know, but from 20 to 30, travel the world, do the things you love to do, um, you know, try different things, you know, um, obviously you don't want to break the law, but you want to mm-hmm. do things that are uh, within that line of you exploring the things that you love to do. And if you do that, and just have faith, regardless of what anybody thinks, mom, dad, brother, sister, whoever, it doesn't matter. Uh, you know, if you can, if you can go that route and, and continue to push, you know, you're going to see something great come out of it. There's going to be a lot of opportunities that you can jump on. Um, you just have to, but it all starts with you just being honest with yourself and being honest with the people that you're afraid are going to judge you. Just understand like their judgment doesn't matter right now because when they see what happens, it's going to be great and we're going to be cool. You know, mm-hmm. um, I think that's one thing that that a lot of us like, especially Asian community, Filipinos, like we're scared of of getting people, you know, our our, our elders mad, you know, out of respect, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah. when it comes down to it, your family, uh, you know, a majority, especially like with, within Filipino cultures, they just want to see a successful, you know, yeah. they just want to see you doing something well. They just want you to be, uh, you know, be able to provide for your family or yourself when you get older. So if you can get that regardless of whatever way it is uh, in a positive way um, then they're going to be happy you know yes um, definitely and just to touch on that you know part of the reason why maybe your elders think like that is an old generational mindset right they are scared when they first immigrated they faced through a lot of challenges a lot of heartbreaks um, they had a tough time really trying to kind of put your family together and then they just want to see you succeed and they're they're so afraid of risks, right? And like what we've mentioned and I think what I've really, um, I really had a rebel cry for in the previous episode is that it's because you are Filipino that you owe it to them to make them proud pursuing what you love to do and doing it great and doing it well and being at the top of your game doing it. That's kind of uh, the other takeaway that I would hope you know our listeners would have is that 
you know, we are the second gens, first gen, second gens, third, third gens. This is the way that we are breaking that generational curse yeah. um, or generational mindset. And it's basically just being empowered with the fact that we have these opportunities at our hands. Yeah. You know, we can make, we can take these risks. We can um, make these chances happen and we can pursue what we really love to do. Right. So, you know, don't let kind of their fear kind of keep you away from pursuing that if it's against the stereotype or if it's against, you know, (laughs) their expectation. But there is a way to um, communicate it like what you just said is basically, you know, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this with a plan. I'm going to be great at it. I'm going to be successful. You know, it's all going to be good after all of this. (laughs) We're going to scuffle about this now. But later. Well, fine. It's fine. Yeah, you're going to disown me. You're going to kick me out the house. I know. Mom. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. It is, it is what it is. You're not going to make me rice no more. Yeah. No more scrambled eggs in the morning. No more langonisa. Yeah. It is what it is. You know, yeah, I got yeah. I to gotta try. Yeah. Exactly. At 30, you know, maybe I'll get a plate of langonisa, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's just the way it is. You got you to really just be brave. You know. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you got to be brave. I, I know our Filipino parents are very, very scary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we have to be brave for them too as well. Yeah. Because exactly. they had dreams too. But they yeah. did sacrifice those dreams. You know, those they came here um, exactly. and they worked their butts off. Like you said, we owe it to them to live out our dreams because they gave us this opportunity. So 100%. I completely agree with you. Yeah, I've I've had like, you know, personally speaking, I've had like a couple like scuffles with my mom. Like, why would you change careers? Like, why would you change your job? Why can't you just settle there? Like, oh, I'm scared. What if you can't find a job? Um, I was like, mom, like, don't worry about it. Like, I'm going to make this happen. I need to... Uh, switch careers because this is where my heart is at. You know, 100%. I need to do this so that this is what you know what fulfills me. So you just you're. I know you don't trust me, but uh, I'm gonna tell you that you're gonna need to trust me on this. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure for all of you guys out there that's listening, you're probably having the same conversation with your parents, and it's okay. You know, we got you. You're right. For people who um, are looking up for a mentor, you know, <laughs> Daily Baller got you. We right support there, yep. you. <laughs> Hit me up on Instagram. I tell people all the time, hey, if you need somebody to believe in you, but I always still also tell people this, when you tell me what your dream is, and a lot of my friends can can attest to this, when you tell me what your goal is, your dream is, I'm going to be on your butt, man. I'm going to be on your case about it. Like, so, you know, you got you to gotta make that commitment. And the whole reason behind that is, you know, the goal, when you have a goal, when you set something in, you know, in motion, you have to continue to push for it. You have to be committed to it. Um, and again, like you said, you owe it to whoever you're trying to, you know, owe it to. Uh, to show that, hey, I'm, I'm really about this. So yeah, 100%. If anybody needs a mentor, hit me up. Hit Filipino Friday podcast. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We, we got your back. <laughs> we believe in you, 100%. For sure. Yeah, we, you, you got your authors and your queers right here, man. We got yep. you guys. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, just to round it off, we like to close everything off with something fun uh, at the end of every episode. Um, I didn't really prepare any trivia here, but maybe, you know, maybe we'll just throw in something simple like, um, what is your favorite Filipino food, your Filipino uh, dish or snack? Like, you know, I know it might be against your, your athlete diet here, but. <laughs> oh, wh- what is that? <laughs> what is that? I just had some like sardines and rice. <laughs> like, yeah. you know? uh, favorite, man. Okay. Philip favorite Filipino dish. Uh, I'd say right now, I'm a big fan right now of Dinogon. I'd be I'm, I probably shouldn't eat too much of it, but yeah. Dinogon has been my jam for a minute. Yeah, it's it's got to be the the soupy one though. Yeah, you know? be, I, for a while I was on the Ilocano style, which was like more like thick. Yeah, but right yeah. now I just like that soupy, like just get it all. Yeah, I like nice. Dinogon's my jam, my jam. And um, lastly, you know, um, being based in California, I feel like there there is obviously a huge Filipino population. And I feel like you guys are so fortunate because, you know, there's, you know, you see somebody who looks like you um, so easily, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, what was it like growing up where uh, you could feel so proud to be Filipino? Or at even, let me just rephrase the sentence. So what makes you proud to be Filipino, especially in like the place that you live in? Yeah, I, I think for me, it's the community. Like you said, like uh, when we talked about the leagues and how people came together with that, I made that announcement on the team thing. I, I think just seeing the uh, 
the love that people have for each other in our, within our community when they see that somebody's trying to do something. Um, that makes me extremely proud just to just to see that, uh, especially now because you know a lot of a lot of clothing brands out there and those kinds of things, especially with this whole COVID thing, people starting their own businesses, selling lechon, selling you know toron, selling stuff out their house, you know, pandesals, yeah, Pandesal, you know, <laughs> did you eat yet? You know, like come to your yeah. work, did you eat yet? Here, get some more. <laughs> you know, like that that's something that I really find that that's amazing is just that that love uh, that that we have for each other, uh, especially when we see each other on the come up. You know, there's there's a lot of uh, cultures out there or there's a lot of uh, talk about like when somebody's coming up, people hate on them. You know, mm. you don't really see that from my opinion that much uh, within our community, within our culture. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's, I think that maybe that's ingrained in the fact that, you know, back, back home, like everybody yeah. had their own own thing, you know, like they all had their own little tindaha and at the, you know, at the corners, you know, at every store, you know, corner store and they all sold the same thing, but they all supported each other as a community. And I think that's maybe where that comes from. Um, but yeah, just seeing that that love for each other, uh, seeing um, how motivated um, some you know some of us are, and um, again, just that support system is is a lot of fun uh, to see. Uh, that makes me proud, you know, because I'm all about that. I'm all about supporting people. I'm all about like when if you have a brand, I definitely want to help with her in any way I can. And I think that's how a lot of people think. So yeah, wonderful. And yeah, I think like it, a part of our culture is really just treating anybody like family. And having that trait of loving so deeply, and yeah. so you know, when when uh, when it comes to supporting somebody, like they're you, you feel the love, like you really do, um, yeah. when it comes to our community. So, which is super fantastic. So, before we close it off, um, please tell everybody where they can find you. Plug all of your social media, your network. Take it away. All right. So, first and foremost, you can follow me on Instagram. That's where uh, my main community is at. Um, so, it's at Daily B Baller, Daily, D A I L Y B B A L L E R, Daily B Baller. So, follow me there. Uh, I'm going to be doing a YouTube channel now. So, I, I had some videos up, but I kind of like straight away because I focus really on that community in the Instagram space. But uh, Daily B Baller TV is going to be uh, launching at the end of this month. Um, be doing a 1v1 versus one of the uh, you know, one of the top players in, in my local area, uh, another Filipino too, uh, shout out to Matt, um, dynasty worldwide, dynasty.ww on Instagram, uh, hit him up. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to be on there too. YouTube. Um, you can also go to dailybballer.com. I just launched merch. Uh, so want to check that out, feel free. Um, and again, like you said, you know, if you need a mentor, um, I'm also doing that, you know, if you need to hit me up in the DMS and that's free, man, you just hit me up with your goals, whatever you want to do. And, you know, let's work it out. Let's talk. Um, but yeah, those are my main two things, just Instagram and, and YouTube. And then of course my website for the merch, dailybballer.com. Big shout out to the family. First and foremost, my son, Baden, son, Brandon, my wife, Cheryl, um, my son, Baden wants to be a YouTuber. So if you guys get a chance b3s1 family hit that up on instagram um, he's trying to like game and all that stuff call of duty uh shout out to tito hoop lifestyle league hoop lifestyle podcast um and just everybody out there sv panthers um uh shoot man dang i didn't even i should have came with a list but shout out to everybody that's that's helped along the way uh every, you know who you are added up zay on instagram b dot videographer yeah there you go uh, i gotta throw too many at you have the credits roll or something like that yeah. <laughs> thank you again for having me on i really thank appreciate you it. and that concludes this episode well there's no secret to achieving your basketball dreams right work hard keep it up keep your head up high do what you do best keep practicing every day achieve your goals whether you know whether it maybe not the NBA, maybe the European League, maybe the PBA. I don't know. You go play in Thailand. You go play in Cambodia. The end goal should always be the same and never change. So if you want to be a ball baller, you keep it up. Consistency is key. Yeah, like once upon a time, I wanted to have this whole basketball career, this whole like get scouted in high school and get to college level and all of that, but. I mean, who knows? Maybe I'll get into that one day. But yeah, hearing reassurance from Ben, where I can just be position myself anywhere if I wanted to within the basketball community. And that's comforting, not going to lie. So thank you, Ben, for all of that. Yeah, thank you, Ben. If you if you guys ever want to watch him play whenever 
this pandemic's over, you go watch the Silicon Valley Panthers. He's the only flip on the team, so it's nothing better than to go support him, our Filipino man on the Silicon Valley Panthers. I just wanted to jump in and also add to that, you know, Ben is proof, right? He shared with you how old he was, how hard he had to work. He's an old, you know, he, he may be an older guy than the rest of the others on the team, but he didn't let that stop him. He didn't let being Filipino stop him, right? He put, he grinded, right? He trained. Um, and when he lost his trainer, you know, he put in the work himself, right? He just kept on, on, on hustling. So on top of that, with managing his YouTube and, you know, and managing the leagues and, you know, just great work. We just have to commend you, Ben. So thank you so much for all that you do to continue to foster kind of the, you know, Bayanihan spirit within the community, um, seeing how basketball can unite others and also continuing to inspire others not to um give up on their dreams so thank you for that and with that oj please close us off catch us next time on the next episode of filipino friday's podcast thank you for listening like always like follow support us and also don't forget to email us if you have any thoughts, any feedbacks, any topics you'd like us to discuss. Uh, make sure to uh, send us an email at contact at filipinofridays.com. Of course, if you ain't doing it already, do it. Follow us at Filipino Fridays Podcast on Instagram. Um, and of course, thank you to our partners, Petita Corner BC, for continuing to support our podcast and CITR 101.9 FM. Thank you so much for continuing to support Filipino Fridays. You can find our episodes on CITR 101.9 every Monday at 11 a.m. for all of you. Filipino timers. So thank you guys and Archia. Yeah, so that's our episode for today. Tune in for the next one. I am your host, OJ, with my co-hosts. Archie. Archia. Let's get it done in 2021, y'all. Filipino Fridays podcast out. Bye.